Okay, kids, let's go. There has been an awakening. Have you felt it? Hello, what have we here? Hello. Holy shit. Thanks, C3 penis face and R2 dickhead. Hello there. You can bounce on when you have our same. <laughs> May the force be with us. Fucking A. Good day, Galaxy Rogue Squadron Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. Quarantine day 13. I have lost my brains. We're out of toilet paper and. <laughs> I'm, I'm now wiping my ass on the walls and the cats. Using cardboard from the beer containers as toilet paper. <laughs> Just splitting it in half. I'm unplying it all. Uh, good day, guys. I am Mopar. I'm Commander Cody. It's hard to take you seriously because you're like... you're. <laughs> if anyone's listening to this, I recommend you go watch the live stream because you're like embedded into Palpatine's face. <laughs> At least he's having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> he is very happy. He's very pleased to be on quarantine. It's I don't all know what, what it is. Imperial we conspiracy. Can, we can put uh, our own backgrounds into the new Zoom update, and mine is just not having it. It's <laughs> 1994. <laughs> Your system is very confused. <laughs> CGI over here, yeah. So you gotta, I don't know. So for next week, you'll have to put up the blue screen. And then you can get as crazy with it as you want. I don't know why mine's like working. It's weird. <laughs> That's absurd. It's like phasing in and out. Mopar's translucent. <laughs> I, I really have no idea what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, here we go. <clears throat> here we go. Uh, episode. <clears throat> okay. 227. Happening. Is it? It is. 227, yeah. 226 just came out this week. We are scheduled for another four weeks of uh quarantine squadron over here. Yeah, that's not gonna that's not gonna work for me. No. I don't I don't know. I'm gonna Are you going I'm, mad? A are little that, bit. Are you that pissed? <laughs> just I like was, Anakin. I was talking to people on our team today and it was like I mean we all work from home anyway, so like technically nothing's different. But I think the mere fact that you're not supposed to leave, it just mentally makes everything different. And now I feel like I'm I'm trapped between four walls. Yeah. So, yeah, it's weird. It's starting to get to me. Yeah, I mean, I get the... I go crazy, man, when I'm cooped up. I mean, with all the travel that I am supposed to do yeah. on a daily basis, I'm just constantly moving, really. Right. Whether it's locally or whatever, but I don't get to do any of that. So So you're out of your element. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, whatever. Fuck it. Watch a lot of Star Wars. Get to drive the Dodge around a little bit. It's nice out. That's about it. So. I ordered a new trash can. That was exciting. Oh, gonk trash. That is adult status. Yep. I got a new gonk droid for the house. <clears throat> it has been uh, Christmas celebration over here every day. Something from Amazon showing up because they get so bored. I'm ordering like five dollar items, right. and they're just showing up randomly all over the fucking place. Let me just get uh, some stickers today. Let me get a coloring That's, book. 
Yep, exactly it. <laughs> exactly it. Well, I ordered. Um, I know I texted the group. I went looking for Legos on uh, Saturday or Sunday, and I couldn't find anything. So I ordered this one, the Y wing that I wanted. Oh wow, that's not that's not working at all, is it? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I know I know which Y wing you're talking about. Yeah, it's the new Y wing. It's the Zori Bliss Y wing. Uh, let me turn this off for just a second. Yes, this. Oh, there's a special Zori <clears throat> Bliss one. I didn't realize she was uh, in a Y wing. To be honest, who's that flyer? That's her. Who's the one <laughs> flyer? Who's the one that's doing all that stuff? Wait, so, does that so does that come <clears throat> with uh, Babu? It comes with no. It do- oh no, it doesn't. I don't even know how they would make a Babu Freak Lego. It's like so small. It comes with Poe, Zori, a Trooper, a Astromech, and Dio. And it looks badass. So I've never had a Y-Wing Lego, so I'm very excited for this. So that's what I'll be doing as soon as it as soon as the weather comes back. Hopefully tomorrow. Should be should be back to back to nice. Yeah, I mean it's been a little chilly. Um But yeah. Welcome Cameron. Welcome Brennan. Glad to yeah. have you here, everyone. Break the quarantine with some uh some virtual backgrounds here with the Rogue Squadron. With some madness. So we've been doing a lot of gaming. Um, Quite the game. The Game Pass has saved my life. Uh, Good. It's it's fun to uh, just kind of try some new games, and if I don't like it, I can just fucking toss it aside and try something else. So, um, I downloaded yes. Star Wars or Lego Star Wars. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, I mean that's fun just <clears> to <throat> run around and be Legos. Um, Doom, I downloaded and started playing. Nice. And what was the uh, third one that I mentioned? Oh, I did download what's the uh, new Call of Duty? Warzone! Warzone, yeah, it's very stressful. It's fucking stressful. Yeah, so I I uh, played kind of the introduction of it while it was downloading it's like ready to start and you can only play like a quarter of the game right uh, so i was uh, doing the training thing for about an hour um surprisingly smooth i'm i mean i was okay with it yeah um the, their engine has always been really good yeah it's which is kind of refreshing sometimes because if i had one complaint about some of the uh, battlefields is it can you'll lose some frame rates every once in a while because there's so much shit going on. Yeah, um, that it is nice just to have kind of a simple, smooth game. Uh, yeah, and it's, it, it looks good. I mean, nowadays everything looks good, so it does. Yeah. Well, I, I fired up um, Mass Effect Andromeda because I know we were talking about playing the Mass Effect Three multiplayer, and I wanted to just try the Andromeda one again just because it's newer, it's a little more modern. But even that, <clears throat> me loving Mass Effect, I feel like my character is like sluggish. I feel like I'm crawling around the map. I can barely move, like looking and trying to hide behind things and, and sprinting. It, it all just feels like clunky, which is unfortunate. So the Call of Duty engine is like, it's smooth. It's quick and it's like, it responds to your movements like instantly. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a plus. I just find the Battle Royale modes are very stressful. And it's oh, like, absolutely. Oh, oh, it's well, I think, and I think it's supposed to be, and that's fine. But like, sometimes I just want to jump in and play a quick match or two. And this is like a huge time investment for you to probably just die in 20th place. 
<clears throat> yeah, I mean, I, I'm not a huge fan of the Battle Royale. It's cool to watch, to be honest. If, if you're, like, watching someone stream uh, and they're good, it's cool to see, like, what they can do. Yeah. Uh, the only ones that I was ever remotely successful was the Battlefield Firestorm uh, for Battlefield 5. Uh, I came, I mean, I, I came in first, second, you know, several times. But uh, like you said, it's not a... It's almost like not fun because it's so stressful. You're like always worried about just simply hearing footsteps. You're like, I'm going to fucking die. And there's footsteps everywhere. So, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes your own team. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Well, and I play solo uh, uh, when I was doing Battlefield um, Firestorm. But uh, yeah, no, I I feel it. Stressful games. Sometimes you just want to. And that's the that's the one good thing. Well, about Minecraft until yeah. it started glitching out on me but uh, which i know i now know what you're talking about so i have it on switch and it's it plays very well it's very smooth but i got the game pass for xbox as well so i downloaded minecraft on there and jumped into our server just to see what it felt like on xbox and on xbox i was i was getting all of that lag that you were talking about mm. that's where it started to piss me off so i went back to switch oh yeah it's so now and i, know I legitimately i i don't blame games or internet or controllers or anything if i'm playing shitty i'm playing shitty but that was like 100 it would glitch out for three seconds and then i would end up dead and it's like i can't do anything oh my god i was fucking freaking so um but i I set that aside for a second and was uh like i said i started doom which uh again very very smooth very quick very kind of reactionary game Mm-hmm. Uh, and quite simple, which is nice. It's a breath of fresh air that you can kind of go around. And honestly, when there's like a big boss and you hear some like fucking crazy doom metal going on, and you're like, I'm going to rip this fucker's dick <laughs> off. Dude, it's intense and there's blood everywhere and gore and they're they're trying to murder you alive. Oh, I, uh, I've never played doom in my life. Me neither. Um, so yeah, the fact that it was on Game Pass, I was curious to to try it out. So, uh, is there a, is there a multiplayer on there too? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, is it co op or is it uh, competitive? I have no idea. I've I've just played the uh, the campaign, and the Doom like game we're talking in. about is the 2016 uh, version of it. So it it was still uh, it's still the Xbox One uh, version, but it's not the the newest one is Doom Eternal. Yeah, the Doom Eternal. Just so this is going like to be two Doom. weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. So, um, which audience rating on Google? 4.8. I mean, it's a fucking, it's really, it's straightforward, just fun. It's straightforward, fun. So Good. good. Yeah, Cameron is chiming in on the chat. Cannot stand the stress of Battle Royale games. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. I can't, I can stand, I can't stand it. I can stand some things, but I, that is one thing I cannot stand. I was going to say, I, I can stand watching it, but even watching, because uh, I know our buddy Zach, he streams every once in a while in a bunch of different games, and watching him, I'm like, Jesus, there's people coming to I murder know. you. And then you always see uh. things that the streamer doesn't see, and you're just like, watch out for the fucking watch. He's over there. Fucking watch out. How did and they you just not have no- see a turn? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Screaming. Yeah. Um. But that, I mean, that that's going to happen. And th- that's what those games are for. And, but it's rewarding. If you ever come in, like, top, even top five, you're like, I fucking made it. And that one is, uh, it's a group of 150. And their team's a three. 
So Warzone? Yeah, Warzone. So there's 50 teams of Holy three. shit. Yeah, so it's, it's you know, 50% more than PUBG and those other ones. So very stressful. Uh, I played the, I played a couple rounds with Butter Clone, and I was, I, I just wasn't in the right headspace to like really do a battle royale full out. So I was kind of just getting the, getting the motions, figuring out like what those bounties and what the loot boxes and stuff are actually all about. But I'll have to give it another shot. Be nice. Is there not just a regular like deathmatch version? So I like, can't, think. Can you play multiple? So when I log into the the game. It looks like, uh, remember when they updated Battlefield and you could get to like Battlefield 4 and 5 and 1 all from like the same yeah, dashboard? Yeah. So it looks like that. And Warzone is one thing and the new Modern Warfare is on there. And that's another thing that you have to actually buy. But Warzone's free. So uh, Warzone okay. so is just Royale. the Battle Royale. Yeah. I gotcha. Right. Yeah, I'm definitely not dropping huge money for uh, another Call of Duty, which comes out every fucking year. So I'm going to, I'm just going to keep crushing on Overwatch and. I actually just wanted to look up when uh, Mother Flippin' Overwatch 2 is coming out. Oh, have they announced something like that? They announced Overwatch 2, but they didn't... Um, I don't think there is a exact release date yet. Mm. I'm not sure. This is from a few days ago, so let's see. Yeah, they announced it um, last year at BlizzCon. And... Uh, there is no release date, so that's <laughs> the news. Is there's no news? The news is there hasn't been any news. Well, I don't follow news in general, really, so I wanted to look it up. I haven't seen it in a while, so. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna keep keep playing Overwatch and wait yeah. impatiently for the sequel. That's uh, definitely one of the more solid games that's come out over the past five ish years. Overwatch is just straightforward. All the different characters, it's fun. So, um, I want to say that one of the reasons that Doom is so smooth, it's not open world, and it's like <sighs> mission by mission basis. So you'll load in a mission, and the loading screen is actually quite long, which I'm like, whatever. But I think it loads the entire map all in one go. So it's not like constantly loading the area around you. Um, so I think that's why it's probably more of a smooth game because it loads everything all at once up front, and mm-hmm. then you go and play that that map. Uh, which you know, if you've ever played any open world games, you can you know that like as you're running, it's like loading where you're going. Yeah. So it can be uh, a little splotchy, but uh, yeah, Doom's fun, man. I haven't came, come across any. Anything major, I've been just pulling the trigger and blowing people up. So Okay. Yeah. And I'll like the more jump the in. more people you kill, the So it looked like you would shoot someone and then you would have a an option of almost like a melee attack. And if you mm-hmm. did capitalize on the melee attack, they would drop like a health little thing. So I would just go through and shoot people until they're almost dead and then melee everybody. I can't um, remember kinda, what the term is, but I remember when um, the developer was on Rogan talking about the new game. I think feel like he emphasized that a lot. He was like, you get him down to a certain health, and then when you do like a major kill with a melee, you get bonus points or XP or some shit like that. Yeah, so like if if the 
enemies low on health, they'll have like a glow around them and you'll know to trigger your melee. But honestly, I've been going up because I know some of the weaker guys, it's two melee hits and they're dead. So I've just been double clicking. The, the joystick is your melee. So it's so quick. Yeah. So I just, I'll just run up, bash, bash, get <clears> their <throat> health, bash, bash. Uh, but the, the guns are kind of ridiculous, you know. So you, you pick them up as you go throughout the game and you get more and more. I got a chainsaw so you can just fuck people in half. <laughs> it's supposed to be somewhat like like Duke Nukem, like goofy, right? Yep. Like you're just murdering demons the whole time. Yeah, yeah, okay. exactly. Uh, cool. But yeah, the setting's cool. It's like sci-fi hell. Honestly. I was going to say, aren't about- you in hell? Oh, yeah. oh I'm in hell! <laughs> yes. Um... But yeah, I mean, that's essentially it. Sci-fi hell. There's like a lot of cool technology, but there's lava everywhere and there's demons trying to kill you. So what the fuck? I don't know anything about the actual storyline, admittedly. (laughs) That explanation could fit for Minecraft, too, sometimes. (laughs) Oh, so speaking of Minecraft, and I think it was my introduction to it and looked like it sounded like yours as well. Mm -hmm. But the whole creepy pasta stuff. Oh, yeah. Some of the, the guys were talking about. Yeah. I had never, let alone heard of it. I've never seen it, let alone heard of it, is what I'm right. trying to say. Right. So, like, when he was saying that stuff, I was like, what? Are you, like, mistyping? I was I have so no confused. I was so confused. And did you end up watching any, like, watch or uh, the Watch Mojo stuff? I watched, I didn't watch the, like, the top 10, but I watched the one that he linked. Uh, Pat, thanks again for the link and everything. Um, the Ben Drowned one about Majora's Mask. I watched that one. How fucking creepy was that? It was. Yeah, and I was a little... It was late. It was like 12.30, and I was... I smoked a little bit, and I was like, oh, God. I don't know if I'm ready to be watching this right now. <laughs> I and know, then I, I figured I out, to... like, it was like a ploy, like, halfway through, and I was like, oh, thank God. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I, I looked it up here. Creepy pastas are essentially internet horror stories that are passed around on forums and other uh, sites to disturb and frighten the readers. So it's kind of like an almost like an interactive horror story that people yeah. can uh, kind of add to and uh, walk through. But uh, the what did you say it was? Dan- Daniel drowned. Ben drowned. Ben drowned. Thank you. I feel so dumb because that's probably the one of the main ones. Uh, but that one was so in depth, and yeah. there was like internet sites created to back up the story, and there was forums and people supporting it, and it, there was just it was so in depth. Um, but there are other like very shallow story ones that are pretty straightforward like the sonic uh, exe i didn't watch that one it's like a version of sonic that every all the black like turns red and it's like you're in hell and <laughs> as it's just it's basically uh doom but with sonic <laughs> but uh it, i guess instead of you running around as sonic you run around as one of your the, his friends, like Tails, and Sonic is slowly creeping up on you, trying to murder you. And if he catches you, I mean, you die. And it's fucking creepy, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, didn't... for how for how simple that stuff sounds. Like if I was playing and that started happening, and the screen like flipped color, right? Like what the fuck is happening? And, and then Sonic comes out of the corner and tries to murder me yeah exactly i was watching the benjora's mask one and i was like how creepy can it be just to like have a, some weird effects in a game and like there was parts where like link was like creaked over sideways like this and yeah just creepy doll following him around and i was like okay shit that's kind of kind of messed up i have to admit i still don't know what the fuck they are like <laughs> <laughs> that was a confusing part i kept trying to like ask, i even asked my brother who like should be tuned in all that internet shit and he's like it's too hard to explain 
what a creepy pasta is yeah and I, he's like it's too hard to explain and it's I was just like, like okay, an internet great. story it's an internet it's an internet story based on i know i'm just always curious on, to like how they got started i think i want to know the origin yeah people got bored nerds um <laughs> it's like sleepy hollow on the internet yeah yeah and i think uh, from my very little research that i've done uh like 90 percent of them are based on video games um I know there was a story which I haven't read, but there was one based around uh, missing number, missing no, from Pokemon. That I think that's the thing that confused me because Pat was trying to explain it, and he said this, this. Oh, there he is. Hey, what's up, man? <laughs> he was trying to explain it. And he brought up missing no, and I was like, I don't get it. Missing no was an actual thing. I had it on my on my Game Boy. Yeah, you captured him, and then you get unlimited shits. Like, what so do you like, want? what's the what's the like urban legend? I don't understand. I think that's what threw me off. Do you remember? the details of missing no uh like you would go on it was like cinnabar island you had to have something particular in your inventory no i, th- I thought I th- it was like this i think it was like item. you had to have yeah so like whatever was number six or number nine in your inventory is the one that would get duplicated and mm-hmm. you had to swim right next to cinnabar island and just go like up and down the coast until you ran into one find him yeah. but first you had to go talk to that guy uh north of pallet town the guy who taught you how to catch a Pokemon. Oh, that's right. And then fly directly to the island. Mm-hmm. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. And then that you're. I think you're right. It was your the sixth item in your inventory would just like all of a sudden become ninety nine. So you, everybody would do rare candies and level up their their fuckers. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm interested to get days. into that uh, creepy pasta about that one. So yeah, yeah everybody was yelling at us like. Everybody was in on the joke except you, were, you and me. Everybody's like, "Oh yeah, crazy pastas! How the fuck do they not know?" I know like, what the hell are you trying to say? I was like, "I just don't get it." And Tommy Boy just sent me like a face palm emoji, and I was like, "Sorry, man, getting too old for this. I don't understand. I didn't get into them back in like college, so like I just I missed the whole." Well, they weren't train. there. They weren't there. Ben drowned is uh, 2010. Oh shit! Really? Yeah. So they're they're somewhat recent. Interesting. Yeah, Anybody yeah. else hungry now? Cameron? Yes, I am. But uh, yeah, so if you guys are, don't know anything about it or you're interested, uh, I would suggest just going to uh, watch Mojo on YouTube and they do a top 10 of, of uh, creepypastas specifically. Uh, and if that kind of sparks your interest, uh, I would watch the Ben Drowned one, which, there, which there's like a 40 minute video. It's like a full documentary uh, about what what yep. happened with that story so and i already kind of if you don't know what it is i kind of already ruined it but just ignore no, what you i didn't said at all. and watch it no it's fucking creepy I, I could sit here and watch it again i'd still be fucking creepy yeah mm. with meatballs with, or with what kind of pasta meatballs what's the creepiest kind of pasta uh butter and parmesan no sauce no red sauce it is a little creepy because you wonder how it tastes so good when there's no sauce. Yeah, it's fucking delicious. <laughs> Linguini and you. clams. L- what? Linguini Luigi and clams. clams. Luigi and Sam's. Sam's. Sam. <laughs> so, I caught up on Clone Wars like we were supposed to, and I'm sure you did your homework. I was thinking that to myself yesterday. I was like, we're supposed to catch up on Clone Wars. Hmm, let me think. What do I have nope. on my schedule today? And then I thought, Mobar's not going to do it. Yep. Fuck it. I'll just wait another week. I caught up. 
Okay. I, I, I I'm actually today. curious to hear what you have to say about it, and then I'll get caught up before next week. Well, do you want me to spoil? I mean, we're up to... I think it's the sixth episode was released, so I'm yeah. up to the sixth one. Um, I can pull up the episode list just for like reference. I watched the first three, but I haven't caught up since then. So you know that Echo was saved. Mm-hmm. He was like he stuck was plugged, in that chamber. He was like basically like in. in the Matrix. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's where you stopped. So, yep. so I guess I'll I'll send out a spoiler because I'm sure I'm going to say something that'll spoil it. But I don't uh, mind. Go ahead. Um, so if you're not caught up to the sixth episode uh, of season seven, so they save Echo. They start using him to uh, change the tide of the war. I'm because they, they they Echo was calling every uh, action and reaction that the military was doing. So the uh, separatists were just dominating. Um, Anakin got involved. Him and the uh, Bad Batch saved Echo. They they brought him back. Um, Anakin is so. There's two people that are saving this whole fucking thing. Anakin, as soon as he showed up on screen, I'm like sold. I'll watch it. Like even if it's trash, I all those small little <laughs> things that Anakin does that lead. I know it's going to lead up to Darth Vader. Yeah, um, is awesome. And then of course uh, the second, or I'm sorry, episode five and six are wrapped around Ahsoka. So, um, and of course Ahsoka is actually still in the underground on Coruscant. Coruscant, yep. So she's like hidden, but trying to like not to use force powers. Because she doesn't want to be identified as a Jedi, because she's she's over that life. So. Yeah. Um, I did take a couple notes, but overall, it is getting a lot better. It's something. It's I don't know what it is. I like the clones, but when it's just every episode is the clones just running in, blasting, and, and running back out, it gets old for me. Yeah. Uh, so when Anakin shows up, like I'm like, okay, <clears throat> some heavy shit. Like he can build towards becoming Darth Vader, which he does. There's some devilish shit <laughs> We're, this is just hell episode 2.0 um, <clears throat> so Ahsoka <laughs> sorry I'm, I, I was reading Ahsoka is saving this she crash lands she's on like a fucking bike she crash lands long short of it she's uh, mingling with a couple sisters in the uh, lower realm of uh, Coruscant and it's interesting to see her just be a regular person and, and understand what regular people go through. It's kind of her just like eye-opening experience that all these people none of these people have anything. Right. Like like uh one of, she crashed around lions on her on a bike and the girl asks, you know, well, I'll help you fix it for some credits. And she's like, Well, I don't have credits. And she's like, I know, no one does down here. Just come on, I'll I'll help you. And it was like eye-opening that it doesn't take credits. It, like people actually are helping each other around. Um, one of the quotes that I that I saw because it, it seemed like it was the two sisters were. It was every man for himself down there. Mm-hmm. Like you have to watch your own back because the Republic won't. Right. They're not. They're not there for us. They're right. they're there for everybody else. Uh, and one of the quotes was, "We can't count on anyone, so we count on ourselves." And uh, that hit me hard for the kind of the lesson of those two episodes that even though there's a Jedi standing right there, she can't really do anything for fear of, I mean, she could have those two sisters killed just being around them, you know? Right. So, I mean, it's kind of a a touchy subject. Um, It's like Hogwarts kids using magic outside of school. 
Yeah, exactly. It, it does have that feeling that she she uses the the force to save her friend, but I, no one sees it except for a little kid, and the kid gets excited but kind of runs away. Um, but yeah, anything around Ahsoka, man, I'm just I'm sold. I and good. I'm, I'm yeah, I'm back in on it. Um, it is also very nice that I can just power through an episode that's only twenty minutes long, and I don't have to sit there for a fucking hour every episode for something. It, it is nice to just flip through them real quick. For sure, yeah. Um, so the two sisters in Ahsoka kind of team up, and they're going to make a spice run. The youngest sister's a mechanic. They how much she, spice do people need? Well, I guess everyone's uh, well, a spice runner. Uh, Ahsoka was talking about like a spice. Spice can be used for many, many different uses. What What are we running this spice Chicken, for? Beef, Chicken, beef, pasta, creepy pasta, creepy pasta. Spice it up, sane pasta. Um, and it was supposed to be used for medicine. I medicine know. pasta. So there's a lot of morality stuff that they're just trying to make their way through life and make some money. They don't care where the where the spice is going, and it right. was obviously going to. A bad cause, so Ahsoka <clears throat> kind of tries to stop it. Oh man, it's just they're kind of throwaway episodes, but there's some heavy stuff uh, included in there. Um, Anakin goes and uh, try, is like disarming a bomb, and that spider general guy that's kind of controlling everything. Mm-hmm. Anakin finds him and like uh, threatens him and says, uh, "Give me the codes to, to disarm the bomb." And he says, no, I can't do that. Dooku would kill me. And he said, what What do you think I'm going to do? He's like, you're a Jedi. You can't do anything. And then Anakin fucking rages and dismembers of, like half of his body, his <laughs> arms. And he says, what do you think now, bitch? Anakin's the best. Oh, yeah. And uh, I mean, he ends up disarming the bomb. I get my suit, bitch. Bitch, you don't know where this blade's been. <laughs> But uh, he goes straight and murders the fucker. Like, on the way out. I forget how it happens, but he stabs him, like, directly and walks the fuck out. I love it. He's just getting like, so close to the fucks not being given. Yep. <laughs> yep, exactly. I love it. I love exactly. It. So I think that was the fourth episode of uh, him still helping out the clones. Uh, and then the fifth and sixth episode are wrapped around all uh, Ahsoka. But, uh, so, the youngest sister... They're going on the, the spice run. She just built this ship. She's learning to fly, unfortunately. Ahsoka's standing there like, it, like the heavy, do you not know how to fly? Whatever. They go into military airspace, fly right next to Anakin's ship. Of course. Yeah, of course. The commander on the ship's yelling at him, this, this is uh, military airspace. Get the fuck out. What are you guys doing? I'm about to send a squadron out, you know, and, and uh, arrest you guys. And Anakin, literally, it's like mere. It, it's it's a it's poetry, dude. It fucking rhymes. Anakin is walking up the bridge as the commander or the uh, admiral's talking to the the pilot girl, and he's like, "I was about to send a squadron to uh, to arrest him. What should I do?" And Anakin looks up and just senses, "Leave them be." And I'm like, "This is fucking episode six all over again." It's an older code, but I was gonna, you know, they pass, and he looks, and he just looks up. Blue, the code is blue. What if Clear. he said aqua by mistake? Are you still gonna let him pass? That's technically a color of blue, shade of blue. Just, what if that was the, just any color in general? 
Okay. Anything in the blue spectrum will work here. Okay. <laughs> the blue spectrum. Aquamarine. Come on, baby. You got this. Oh, man. <laughs> no, I do. Very- that is one of my favorite things. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, I mean, it was my description of it so bad, but when I was watching, I was like, oh my God. It's the exact same scene. Yeah. It's so cool. Good. You know, and I was complaining a little, probably one episode ago, about how everything has to connect. <clears throat> but in many ways, like, that's what Star Wars is. But I just, I guess I hate when it's forced. This felt natural. Like, they said, let's fly it so they can sense each other. While we're doing that, we're going to put this exact scene and, and kind of mirror what happens in episode six. Instead mm-hmm. of. We want to mirror episode six. Let's force a scene to do that. I don't know. Whatever. Sure. I know what you mean. So I know uh, it, felt, it felt very natural. Um, That's good. I think I, I think I discovered our issue with like Clone Wars and Rebels. I think I discovered what it is. Okay. I was watching Always Sunny. This is a total random. Uh, no, you, I'm on board. Tangent. <laughs> Sitcoms have an episode. Something like starts and there's a problem that they have to solve and through the episode they solve the problem and then they learn some new lesson and at the end they resolve it. Right? I think the reason that I love Game of Thrones so much is that they did away with that whole formula for a specific episode and it's it's a very long term arc that happens over a whole season or a whole series. And I think what I would prefer in a Star Wars show like this is for there to be a larger arc. Like, we're how many, how soon before episode three is this season? We're like weeks before the Order 66, right? Yeah. Like, I would prefer to see one longer play that kind of leads us to Anakin murdering everybody at the end of the season instead of like, let's go here and learn this lesson and let's make sure the clones <clears throat> learn this lesson about themselves. I just, I feel like that's just, I don't know, that's not my preferred method of storytelling. Well, it's like they're forcing short issues down your throat yeah like this yeah. one's h- how to walk there's the gotta be values at, at every yeah. episode how yeah it's like night. <laughs> at night without stubbing your toe like, yeah what the fuck yeah use a flashlight turn the lights on <laughs> try <laughs> don't stub your toe <laughs> don't go to the bathroom piss yourself i mean there's a lot of fixes wear um, a diaper <laughs> get plastic sheets plastic sheets Oh, Jesus. Easier to claim. Um, no, and I agree. And the Game of Thrones uh, example is really good, actually. So you have like an overarching winter's coming. We, and we, we're, throughout the seasons, we get hints of what that actually means. Mm-hmm. But, and then you have, but they're not like individual episode lessons. Exactly. Like you'll 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 jump on like the hounds timeline or, or or story, and it could be like four episodes with with the hound of him struggling to get here to there or to kill this person or to do whatever save mm-hmm. someone. Um, but everything's kind of intertwined. Uh, one one lesson will, will stop. Like Jamie Lannister will get his hand cut off, but at the same time, the hound thing is still going on in the background. So it's it's nice to be kind of in and out of a bunch of stuff instead of. Start here, end here, done with that episode, go to the next one, let's force other shit down your throat. And I feel like Star Wars would be able to do that, and when I say model Game of Thrones, they don't have to be R-rated or have any of that stuff in there. I just mean like the the type of storytelling. But Star Wars has, it's deep enough, and it has enough characters and storylines and planets and all of that, 
to be able to do a longer term story. Absolutely. But there's no reason they can't. So Well, that's know. what I'm wondering if they're they're kind of doing with uh they kind of planted the seeds with Mando. Um I mean those episodes were quite solo episodes. I mean they kind of stood alone. Uh, but at the same time, everything's about Baby Yoda. It starts from the first episode all the way to the last episode. It's all about this child. Um, so I think those seeds are planted. Now, the execution of those uh, offshoot episodes were at some times it was kind of cringy. Like it was like, let's go to this farm planet, save these people. Oh, by the way, we're not staying here because it doesn't fucking make any sense. Right. I'm running from bounty hunters. Why am I saving far- village people? Yeah, I felt the Mando was like half in and half out of that style. Like they had to yeah. take a diversion for three episodes to show like, oh, the Mando's a savage, but he's also a nice guy and he's going to do the right thing. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I already know that. Like, let's just, let's move past that. I already understand. Yeah. You don't need yeah. to like drill at home like four episodes in a row. Now, I think my second watch through uh, allowed me to absorb a lot of that or at least uh, get through a lot of that a lot better. Mm-hmm. Uh, rather than feeling, because you, it's uh, such a long week, and you're getting all built up and all worked up about this episode, and then you find out like the only cool things in ATAT come through the woods, right? And I'm like, I'm like, ah, fuck! Like I wanted more, but now that you can just sit there and walk through them, uh, pretty quickly, uh, it's nice. It's it's nice, and I and, and you do start noticing more and more stuff that they built into those. Uh, and yeah. the char- the character development and the acting behind yeah. everybody in the Mando. It's I'm mostly great. Some- I'm I'm gonna say something controversial. Okay. No, I'm not. But because you guys are probably gonna gonna agree, Star Wars <laughs> is not Star Wars is in no way known for good acting. I mean, yeah. outside of like select few, we know uh, Adam Driver, Driver killed yeah. it. Speaking um, of Adam Driver, just really quick tangent. My wife started watching Girls again, and I just saw Adam Driver in the show, and I was like, oh my god, that's Kylo Ren. He looks like a baby. Baby. He kind of looks like a baby. Just All right, a child. Um, but yeah, overall, Star Wars, outside of, let, let's, let's name them, there's like one one character per per uh, trilogy. We got Han Solo. Right. Killed it. Uh, and then maybe Obi-Wan in the prequels was yep. great. Yep, and then and now Adam we have Driver. Kylo. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not shitting on everybody else, but a lot of it's the script. The stuff that the actors are forced not to the say. the cornerstone of Star Wars. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So don't don't get me wrong that I'm just shitting on everybody else. But, um, but I do feel like they have been heavily upgrading stuff, um, especially with the standalone films. Solo was great. There's a lot of cool. Like Beckett is a fucking believable character. Kira is a very believable character. And I feel the same way about um, Rogue One characters, even though a lot of people think they're a little shallow. I'm on board with Cassian Andor. I feel like no one else gets it. Like, yeah. I've been doing this shit since I've been six years old, bitch. Like, you can you can feel, like, his story. He doesn't even have to explain the story. You know what he's been through by how uh, how aggressive he is and how mad he is. So Yeah. Um, all the way down to like K two, man. It's all it's all been good. It's been a, a very high upswing of they, uh, acting. Tommy Boy says here, uh, Peter Mayhew deserves an Oscar. And I would say yeah. And I was thinking about the new movies where it's uh, was it Jonas? Eunice? Yeah, yeah, you, yeah Jonas. Jonas. Yeah, uh, is taking over the mantle of Chewie and how good he has done. And I just wanted to yeah. commend everyone at Lucasfilm and Disney that the handoff from 
like the original classic Star Wars characters to the new generation has been really, really good. Like whatever Peter Mayhew instilled in Jonas to put that suit on and become Chewbacca, he did it perfectly because that's one of the best Chewbacca performances that we've ever seen. And I feel to like to be that's honest, I would if I didn't if I didn't know, I probably would have assumed it would have been the same character or the yeah. same actor. Yeah. For how dumb that sounds, I know the the uh, Peter Mayhew was so old. But I'm just saying, in general, if I if I started watching as a kid and I watched four, five, and six, seven, eight, nine, I'm not sure I would just be like, "That's clearly a different actor." Yeah, like, you would it, have no idea. This, yeah, you you wouldn't. Perfect. Um. So so no, nice that, little it, commendation for the absolutely and yeah, like team. you said, it the transition, especially of the uh, OT characters, is is uh, quite seamless. They did a great job uh, with Luke, Leia, Han. Um, and even Lando for I was so happy they used Lando how they did in episode nine. I'm so happy they didn't overdo Lando. Mm-hmm. Perfect. He played a, he played the perfect part, and that was it. So, do you think? Do I you don't. think? Uh, I don't have thoughts. Do you think Poe and Finn are extremely believable characters with? The, the script that they had and and the acting behind them. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Finn especially. I love Finn's arc. Now that it's been complete and I've seen episode nine, I, I think I said this to you guys after we walked out of the theater. Once Rise of Skywalker was over, Finn became one of my favorite Star Wars characters because of mm-hmm. his arc through all three movies. Poe, I, I do like. Well, they were supposed to kill Poe off, so the fact that he's made it three... And became, like, one of the main three. Yeah, well, he became a general. General. Right. General. Thank you. Um, I think they mentioned his past as, like, a spice runner and not so great of a guy before he found the resistance. I feel like that was a little too much of a throwaway mention. I would have loved to see more of that or him talking more about that in episode nine. Or maybe bring that up earlier in the trilogy so that we could expand mm. on that a little bit more. That kind of felt thrown in there for no reason. Um, I mean, I get why. But I would say he's probably on the bottom of my list of like new characters. Poe? Yeah. Um, like you know- Kylo, Ray, Finn, all those guys are up top. And I would say Poe is probably close to the bottom. You know, after a while, I rewatched... Uh- Episode nine again, and after rewatching it, I like the banter between like Finn, Poe, and Ray. Mm-hmm. I think the comedy between the characters, like when they're yelling at each other, Spice Runner, whatever, ex stormtrooper. Were you a stormtrooper? We could do this all night. Yeah, like it, it's it's nice and fun. It, it was really funny, but I don't think it adds anything. I wish there was a little more confrontation between the characters, like. It almost like enforces that happy dance theory that while all everybody's dying, everybody's dying, and they're kind of just like, okay, dickhead. Also, bro, they're running through the halls of Kylo Ren's ship, zapping stormtroopers with full armor on. One blast, one blast down. Poe gets blasted by a stormtrooper and has a fucking scratch on his arm. No armor on at all. I mean, that's that's Star Wars, and that's what I just chalk it up to. But um, yeah, I I mean, there was. I, uh, for how bad a lot of the acting is in Star Wars, I did feel like there was a bit of tension in the original trilogy. Between Luke, it was him against the world, even though he wanted to help everybody. You could see there was kind of a 
a chip on his shoulder. Han didn't trust anybody. Mm-hmm. And then Leia was thought she was just better than everybody. And you kind of felt that. In this, I, I felt like it was kind of just everybody does good. Let's let's. Mm. I'm not totally convinced about that. Yeah. Yeah. I It was something that f- about Finn when I was really, really digging into episode nine. I was like, man, he's an ex stormtrooper. He should like blood rage hate this first order. And he's kind of just like, oh, wait, you're a stormtrooper too? High five, bro. I'm like, no, you should be like, you guys got the fuck away. Oh my God. Like, and he was like interested. Yeah, no, he know. was very interested. He I, I just, turned into a little kid. He's just like, oh my God. It's like when you meet another Star Wars fan in public that doesn't feel like shitting all over everything that you've ever seen. It's like, oh right. my God, you actually like stuff. Right, right. Well, and even if you don't, if if you have decent criticism and you can talk your way through it instead of just saying, trash, it's all trash. There was a female in it. Fuck. Bro, I've stopped even bringing it up. So, yeah, I'm no longer, so I don't wear Star Wars shirts outside of like, the house. I don't even want to talk. I'm, I'm quarantined just to not have Star Wars conversations <laughs> out in public. This coronavirus came at a perfect time. <laughs> Bryce Skywalker comes out on Blu-ray. I don't want to talk to anybody about their opinions. This is perfect. Is that guy wearing a Star Wars shirt? I'm a hawk loogie on him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, celebration is the only safe place. <laughs> Even there. Yeah, Nowadays, you don't know. You just mm-hmm. don't know. <laughs> How do you feel about the different interpretations within the Star Wars universe of the Force. So, like, walking through it, like, Qui-Gon, it's the living Force. Midichlorian's very scientific. Then you get to, like... Um, and also spiritual at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, reach out with your feelings. Uh, Obi-Wan was kept yelling at Luke and blah, blah, blah. And then it's gotten to, like, borderline non-Force sensitives. Let's just, like... Finn, where it's just a feeling like they don't know what it is like there's so many interpretations and so many filters of the understanding behind what the force is what are your thoughts on how they've been kind of twisting that hmm. well, I think no lo- sorry you, you paused there for, uh, it's it's like they're, they're no longer pinning it to one thing it's like it kind of just is, and everybody feels it in different forms. Mm-hmm. So, and, and may, if people are, um, like if you've read up on it or if you've heard about it, you have an inkling about it. But if you're from from a, a an area that that doesn't exist, but you just kind of have a feeling, like right. it, it's, I, I think it makes complete sense. No, I love the new. I don't want to say it's a new version, but like the new uh, iteration of explaining the force because. If you go back all the way to 77, when Obi-Wan talks about the Force for the very first time, it's an energy Mm -hmm. field that lives in everybody, binds the universe together. Throughout the original trilogy, we only really see the Force being used by Luke and Vader, and then Palpatine. It's like Yoda. And Yoda. It's like the the people that are at the top of their game on the Rebels and on the Empire. Like, that's the only thing that we see. And as the Star Wars saga has unfolded, that's become, it's become more and more common across different characters and culminating obviously with Finn in episode nine being and force broom, sensitive broom kid and but I mean like we we went from like you said just like the top four characters mm-hmm. to the prequels where like 
if there's not a force sensitive on screen, let me know because there's always <laughs> someone. There's always someone. It's, well, there's I, feel always. Like, I feel like it started kind of mystical and then it became like a superpower in the prequels. And now mm-hmm. it's back to being like part mystical, part power. And it's something that everybody possesses at a certain level. Yeah. Which, which I, which is something that I, I enjoy. And I think Ryan really kind of opened the door for all that in eight. I know people complain about fucking broom kid or whatever you want to say, but I think that was a great way to do it just to say like, it doesn't. And Luke's lines are perfect in eight. The force mm-hmm. doesn't belong to you. It's not a power that you control and that you own. Uh, it's balance and it, and it belongs to everybody. So I think, um, I think the sequel trilogy really brought that to light. And I'm a fan. Well, it's nice that it's a constantly changing idea. Like, mm-hmm. it's not set in stone. Uh, there can <clears> be different <throat> viewpoints. It can be used in different ways. Mm-hmm. Like, we talk about, like, Sith sorcery, which we got to see in Episode Nine in, in yeah. a sense. Uh, you know, it's not just, oh, look at me, force jump real high. It's like, let me live beyond death. Like, there, there's so many options. Yeah. Let, it, let's bind these two beings together from across the galaxy, and they can just talk to each other. Yeah. And uh, you know, there's there's different ways they use it, and it's 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 opening a door, man. I, I really enjoy the uh, the vision of of what the force has become. Well, it has different iterations, and I think that's really played out with each saga and when it was made. You look, you were what the fuck were you doing there for a second? It, it's interesting to see how filmmaking changes and how those explanations of the force change in different trilogies throughout the Star Wars universe. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like in the early 2000s, like it very much, very much was about, you know, flashy lightsaber fights and jumping and superpowers and this and that. And now it's become that there's that a little bit. You know, we see some cool shit in episode nine, but there's all also the conversation about how it's, you know, a mystical energy field that impacts everybody. Well, it's just like <clears throat> when you think of. I don't think di- like different. Like how much energy you put into things. You can be like a bodybuilder and just be a fucking strong fucker. Or you can go into martial arts and learn different things. Or you can go into like science and have your edge that way. Like I'm just thinking like all the different There's different ways to do th- the th- same thing. Well, there's different yeah. Yeah. I mean there's different just, pathways this- to like you can people can use the force in different ways. Yeah, yeah, and, and apply it different ways. And I guess like Overwatch characters. This is such a weird dude. I was just gonna fucking say that. I was like, this is gonna sound dumb, but it's the same way you have like an agile healer, and you have a tank, and you have a damage person. Like I was mm-hmm. exact. That's exactly what I was gonna say. But it's like applying your power in different ways. It's not yeah. all just like I'm really fast or I'm really strong. Like I heal and I support and I block and I do all this shit. Like, it's just, uh, yeah, I mean, it's kind of ground level. Like, however you apply your time and your energy is what you're going to get out of it. And I think the force is the same way uh, in a sense that, like, even Palpy now, obviously, he did a lot of fucking research about how to live for a long fucking time. And it, it, it worked out. He literally didn't do anything while he was in power. He just, like, researched and bubbled and, and toiled and, and threw the dragon's tongue in there. And then spoil and trouble. Those. And now he's living beyond beyond death. So that's um, his power, man. He Manipulation. Did, he did some stuff. He electrocuted the kid, the Luke boy. He had to delegate all of his real tasks so he could do research. Should Luke's last name really be Skywalker? What do you mean? 
Shmi's last name wasn't Skywalker. Or yes, it was. But then she she was married. <sighs> when she got married, she should have. When she got married, she should have taken a different last name. Wasn't which it like she may have done? But Anakin was already born at that point, so Anakin's name was Skywalker. I know, but I'm asking about Luke. Luke was raised unknowing. I know, but Luke was raised unknowingly by his grand his uncle his grandmother's how high are you right nephew now? his grandmother's his grandmother's nephew his grandmother's nephew wait a second hang on because it was Shmi's no it was his grandmother's stepson Owen stepson. Lars Owen Lars so stepson. why wasn't Luke's last name Lars because they raised him but they weren't his parents, so they just kept. They left him have his Why own name. Why the fuck would Obi Wan leave a note saying this kid's last name is definitely Skywalker? Don't That's tell a him good that this question, is question just- though. Like he's the most famous Jedi in the galaxy. How many other people have the name Skywalker? I feel like it's not, not that common. <laughs> so. let's play, and let's let's give him his same last name that his dad came from and his grandmother. On the I same see what planet. you mean because Leia was adopted as well, and she took the Organa name. I think just because they made it clear that like Luke was their nephew, they didn't adopt him as a child. But he was the only Skywalker in that whole hut. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't make much it sense. It should be Luke. It? it should be Luke Lars. It should be Luke Lars. Yeah, Luke Lars. That's not, and it should be Ray Lars. Or, Le- or Ray Organa. Shmi's dad is the key to everything. I've been saying that. I want to know where she comes from. I'm curious where the Skywalker lineage actually starts. I'm very curious. There was no father. There was no father. That is kind of a cop-out. For how cool it is, and I, I, I like it, it's just like... It's the, oh, he's, Anakin's Jesus. Like, it doesn't... Don't worry about the father. Even though every fucking thing going forward is about family, don't worry about his family. <laughs> I'm not so worried. I know he was Immaculate Conception. I'm just more curious who was the Skywalker before Shmi, because it's a pretty powerful name. So I'm just, I'm just curious. And I'm, uh, I'm assuming Shmi was Force sensitive. Not necessarily. It just skips. Uh, so you're, are you? Are you? Jesus' that- mom wasn't a goddess. She's just Mary. She's a saint. She is now because she birthed fucking Anakin, but she wasn't when it happened. She was just some chick, you know? Don't call Shmi just a chick. She was a slave. Sorry. She's just some slave chick. (laughs) Oh, man. I don't know. I don't know. No, Brandon. Obi-Wan looks like Jesus, but Anakin is Jesus. If Anakin never turned to the dark side, he would have adopted Obi-Wan's look, and then he would have looked like Jesus, too. He just didn't get that far. You can't get the short haircut goatee until you're a master. Yeah. That's reserved. Look at Qui-Gon. Obi-Wan was clean-shaven when he was a little baby Padawan. I wonder if there was ever a conversation between Obi-Wan and Anakin about Padme. Like, I was watching episode two... Or no, I'm sorry. I was playing Lego uh, Star Wars uh, on... Well, because they start... It's like the Clone Wars um, is the setting for the game. And I was like, it's just like kissing and hugging and banging. And then Obi-Wan's also there. And you're like, <laughs> and you're like, dude, 
how does first of all obi-wan cannot be okay with this yeah like, you're not I don't supposed know. to do this and the next movie obviously oh anakin's the father i'm so sorry that's the problem he didn't officially know until i would like to see them expand on that a little bit more he didn't officially know until he put two and two together in Padme's apartment and was like, oh shit, Anakin is the father. Before then, he didn't know for sure. But how could you not? They're force sensitive. How could you not just sense that he's got a boner for Padme? Just like hanging around her apartment all the time. I don't know. I feel like you have to sense that. I mean, they're around each other all the fucking time. <laughs> Maybe they're just... I don't know. Oh, they're just best buds because Anakin was nine when he met Padme and they all saved the world together and they're just they're just joined at the hip now. But as no, long as they stand, bro, stand they're behind fucking, they're banging. As long as they're they're standing standing behind two <laughs> behind pil- the pillars. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're invisible. It's like the invisibility cloak. It's just the invisibility pillar. Can't see me now. Yeah. Oh, today is you and McGregor's birthday. Happy birthday. Obi-Wan. And the force be with you. Anakin, something wonderful has happened. We got buy one, get one pizza coupon in the mail today. Got my approval on my health insurance. This baby's going to be healthy as fuck. Gonna extra, extra fresh mozzarella, please. <laughs> extra fresh. I want to know. That's what I want to. I want to see is some goofy ass Star Wars offshoots about like some Duros that owns a pizza shop on Coruscant. That's what I want to yeah. see. I just want a mob movie on Lower Coruscant. <laughs> and the front of for the mob is a pizza shop. Sci-fi is pizza the, shop. No, it's the 50s diner. Mm. Oh, yeah. Dex is actually the fucking Don of the Jetster Mafia. That's it. That's it. What's his, w- what's his fucking species again? I can't remember. Dexter Jetster. What's he, bro? What are you? Is he just like a fat normal thing? Basilisk? Oh, basilisk. Yeah, I feel like we've looked this up at, at at some point. Yeah, so I want to know about the Hermione. What the fuck name is that? <laughs> that was one of the waitresses in his diner, and the waitress droid. Want a cup of Jabba juice? Want a cup of Jabba juice? So Wait, I want to is- know about the basilisk mafia on Coruscant that's run out of Dexter's diner. Yeah, and maybe it's Dexter's brother who's the actual mob boss and he gets pressured into doing a different shit and spying on Obi-Wan and oh, making deals. Ah, yes. Speaking of spying and brothers, uh, I finally watched Uncut Gems and I have to say I had very mixed feelings the entire time and I still don't know what the hell to think about it. <laughs> I was very excited and I convinced Mrs. Commander that we were going to watch a movie with Adam Sandler that almost won an Oscar. And then I watched it and I was like, what's, what are we doing here? What did someone make this in their basement with Kevin Garnett? I don't understand. Was it really just like, not that believable? It's not that it wasn't believable. It's just like the first 15 minutes was just seven people talking over themselves for the entire 15 minutes. And I was just waiting for something interesting to happen. I don't Mm -hmm. know. No, I got, uh, I got definitely got lucky. What do you mean? I I chose uh, Ford versus Ferrari the other day, and um, wait, it was, have you seen Uncut Gems though? No, no, not yet. It was kind of the same same deal. Like I chose 
I chose Ford versus Ferrari over Uncut. You responded to my comment in the group. You said, boring, like, fucking, what the hell are you talking about? I thought, like, you had seen it already, and you thought I was crazy for saying that it was boring. Oh, no. My bad. I misinterpreted. Sorry, I just kind of ruined it for you. No, I have not seen it. Um, Ford versus Ferrari, very, very believable. I love... Uh, Should have watched that instead. I, I, I love it. You love cars, and you love Christian Bale. Who's not to yep. love Christian Bale? And Matt Damon, or whatever the other one Matt is. Damon. So. Yeah, I'll no, have to watch uh, that. I should have rented that instead. It, it, it was super believable. I, I mean, based on Matt, true story, I actually I actually did like Matt Damon. Uh, Christian Bale kills it uh, as always. Um, and there was actually some other bigger names in there that uh, played small roles. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was it was fine. It was good. It didn't have to be that that uh, like um. Uh, shit. The guy that. Mm-hmm. What is he from? The Punisher? No. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking. Ford vs. Ferrari. It was really fucking fun. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. It was a lot longer than I thought, but I was I was invested. Yeah. Um, I'll be watching especially that if, soon. Especially if you're a car person at all. It's, uh,. It's believable. Good. I watch some. I watch some car movies, and it's like, dude, you're in thirteenth gear. Like every time you go, it's wah 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 wah. You're like, dude, how many? You can't shift that much. <laughs> yeah, they didn't. You're have already a, going fast. They didn't have a driver on site to like consult for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like I know what you mean. All of the uh, uh, Fast Furious, they're just constantly shifting. You're like, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's like when they have um, like live bands. And musicians in movies i can see that they're playing and it's not in sync or mm-hmm. like when it's so obviously studio recorded and then on screen they're supposed to be like in a stadium or like in a hall or something and it just sounds so off like yeah. remember remember the fucking the drum fill from the dude in wayne's world yeah there's like this epic drum fill and the guy on screen just like hits the cymbal one time it's like so yeah. out of sync it's ridiculous it drives me crazy it. i know i hate it I can't. I, I can't imagine for you because audio stuff bothers the fuck out of me too. If the if the if the character is looking at the screen and then turns away from the screen and the audio is the exact same, it it bothers me. Like you should be like almost muffled because you're no longer looking at the screen, but you're standing ten feet away from everything and it's still <laughs> crystal clear. What like like there's obviously a lavalier under your fucking chin yeah. strap. And yeah. I don't know what the fuck is is happening. It's just the mix, and the thing that drives me the most insane is ADR when they when they have to re-record dialogue, and it's mixed poorly, and it's so obviously a different take and a different yeah. sound uh, when it's not synced up to the vocals. It's not. It's usually not as noticeable if you're watching like on your TV or speakers, but if you put headphones in and you're watching a show, it is 100% apparent, and it drives me nuts. Oh yeah, all the if they have to splice in some audio or something, dude, and it's like on a completely different mic, and you're like, so why bad. did he just get the volume just get cranked up for three words? You're and like, I don't mean to like criticize Hollywood, but I just don't understand. Like, why don't you just replicate the same type of mic and situation to record their ADR so that it sounds the fucking same? What is what is uh, ADR after dialogue recording? That's ah. anything that they record. They start cutting the movie and they realize that they need to redo a take. 
or the audio didn't sound good, so they want to re-record it. So an actor comes into the studio, they see what's on screen, and they re-speak the dialogue and kind of match it with what they said on the actual take. But yeah, it can be obnoxiously different. So I'm a while you were uh, while you were babbling like a jackal, uh, I googled Star Wars and clicked on news. <sighs> And I came across something that said accidental crossplay between Star Wars Jedi Academy on PC and console is a slaughter. <laughs> oh, I was actually going to comment. I saw that. I was looking at games on the um, Switch, and I saw that Jedi Knight uh, 2 and Jedi Academy are both mm-hmm. on Switch. I almost got them. Academy is very playable. Uh, I, I'm I'm 100% with Kerner. Uh, I did not expect a lot out of that game, and it was a lot better than I thought. Um, I was basing it off of Jedi Knight 2 because that's a very clunky, like, old PC game. Right. Uh, so uh, Jedi Academy was uh, very, very uh, refreshing. I like to it. get that. Yeah, it was cheap on, on Switch. And I need more excuses to play the Switch so I don't sell it. And you can, it's one of those games you can power through if you want. Mm-hmm. Um, Good. It's kind of nice because you get to choose your uh, path basically so it'll like the first part of the game you get six destinations you only have to complete five to move on you can do the sixth one if you want um or like like i said you can move on and i think there's like three levels of that so you get to the middle part of the game and there's like another five and you only have to complete four if you want so and you get to pick in whatever order you want so it's kind of a little bit uh open choosy Dope. So, and the the force powers in that game were uh, pretty smooth. I was actually happy with it. So, Good. kind of a uh, pre uh, Force Unleashed game. Mm-hmm. A little clunkier, but still fine. Uh, force Unleashed kind of went over the top, and it was just too much. Like I just fuck everything up. Get yeah. out of the way. Yeah. Um, yeah, a little too much. Have you been playing any uh, Battlefront lately? No interesting i'm just curious the looks like the scarif update got pushed back a little bit but there's supposed to be scarif map and a couple uh new skins coming out uh in a week or two something like that okay scarif is uh anything why why have we not had scarif what the fuck are we doing right now yeah i'm worried with i don't know what's coming down the pipe i know that they're was talks about them doing a Battlefront 3 and that got cancelled so now that we know that that's cancelled I'm just wondering how long they're going to keep supporting this game I feel like they really could do well if they keep if they keep going with it um, I just hope they don't do Scarif in April and then just completely like sign off I have a feeling to, they're going to have to pull the, tri- uh, the plug at some point I mean the game is what four years old no Three? It's just a little over two. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 2017. It came out like a couple weeks before uh, Last Jedi. 2017 would be three years ago. Once we get to December of this year, then yes, that would be three years ago. <laughs> that's not how it works. It's been two years and like three or it's four impossible. months. Yeah, yeah. That's not how math works. Um, but they don't have another shooter. And Fallen Order, it doesn't look like they're coming out with DLC. They're just waiting to put the sequel out. So... For them to keep a game, uh, a player base alive for Star Wars games, I feel like they need to keep supporting new shit for Battlefront. So, we'll see. I mean, it's the only thing they got going, like you said. 
So I just can't imagine it's a huge moneymaker at this point. Well, that's why they did that celebration edition. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I did have a... uh, So (laughs) this is jumping way back. So in the uh, Ahsoka episodes for uh, Clone Wars, one of them was about uh, binary load lifters. (laughs) And I was like, of course it is. They have to throw that in somewhere. I haven't heard that shit in a movie in 40 years so (laughs) exactly and it's so you know and that's kind of the goofy shit like it all connects it all fucking connects and it's it was referenced 100 years ago and now we're gonna actually do an entire it was a kind of a throwaway episode but it's like whatever i get to see a fucking binary load lifter which by the way are savages (laughs) they're they're, i'll be on the lookout for those they're big like hulking robots Droids. They're called droids, sir. Droids. Speaking of hawking, I think... So what I'm doing right now, as far as my quarantine watch zone, Mrs. Commander and I are watching Silicon Valley. We're almost done. It's a fun show. I recommend anybody watch it. It's on HBO. Very funny. Um, I'm watching Lord of the Rings Special Edition. Mm -hmm. And then once that's done, I think what I'm going to do is rewatch the last few Marvel movies. Oh, because I've only seen Endgame once, and I think I want to watch. I think I'm probably gonna, I'm probably going to do all the Avengers movies, Civil War, and then Infinity War and Endgame, and just kind of do like six or seven of them instead of the entire catalog because there's twenty three movies. Yeah, we're getting. It's. I mean, now's the time to get through some stuff uh, if yeah. you want to rewatch stuff. But uh, we are on to. Seven part one for of the Harry Potters. Um, Good, and this, like I said, this is I've seen them all, but this is the first time I'm sitting down and watching them. Uh, I think it's a big, big change. Um, so, I, and seven part one has always been my favorite because it's very dark uh, and some some lovable characters are uh, murdered off in in seven part one. So yeah. So, it's yeah, I mean, it's already extremely dark. Dumbledore died at the end of uh, six. So mm-hmm. it's, it's it's cool, man. Uh, you know, why is Wizards it? Wizards dying it, is very cool. Well, I mean, it feels very dire because people are actually dying. And then in Star Wars, they fucking happy dance through. And I have to sit here and watch them skip throughout the Death Star. And I'm like, Why? Do they have time to skip to my loo? I needed while shooting. I needed someone to die in nine, like a main, like Poe or someone. I mean, obviously, I, I'm not trying to brush off the fact that Leia has passed away. Right, I, I, I don't mean sketchy. that. I'm talking one of like the newer characters. Absolutely. Like I, I needed a sacrifice. I needed some stakes. And I would say even the same thing about. Return of the Jedi. Like, the Emperor shows up. It's like the epic showdown between Luke and his dad and the Emperor. And the Emperor dies. Well, and Vader dies. Vader dies, <laughs> but you really don't care about that that much because you pull off his helmet and he's a fucking powdered donut. But no one on the Rebellion dies at all. Yeah. The, you know the, the heaviest death in Episode 6 is uh, some of the Ewoks. You see it, like one get shot. Yeah, and Wicked tries to like poke it, and it gets all uh, sad. So yeah. sad. Um, now, well, with you saying that, let me ask you: How would you have felt 
if uh, they went with the original plan and killed Poe off in episode seven? Um, interesting question. I feel like I I enjoy the idea of like a main three. So if Poe was supposed to die and they actually went through with that, I just wonder who that new character would have been along with Ray and with Finn. I don't think you need it. I think it, it felt forced. It could have been just uh, the two. It could have been the ex stormtrooper and uh, the yeah. But the see, the problem Jedi. is they would have brought in somebody in Last Jedi if Poe was gone. Who is? I guess I can't necessarily say with certainty because if Poe died, Ryan would have done things differently. But I feel like they would have brought in like some Resistance general or Resistance pilot or Resistance commander in the Last Jedi, and that he would have gotten or she would have gotten wrapped up with with Ray and Finn. Well, let me ask you this then. Stop asking me. Cuz in my in my version in my head that would really truly fucking just hit me. Poe lives through 7. Holdo isn't a thing and Poe ends up it's not it's no longer a Holdo remover, it's a Poe maneuver. Because he finally throughout episode 8 finds out what it does take to be a leader and in sacrificing himself he kind of becomes the the martyr and and saves everybody else so then holdo would have been the new part of the trilogy no holdo's not even there i'm saying they, they would have had to kind of tweak episode eight quite a bit but in the person who saves them to get them to uh um, crate yeah crate would have been poe oh i see what you mean Interesting. Like Poe would have had to do the whole sacrifice light speed. Yeah, I don't. That's what don't we know. wanted with Finn on crate, but we never got that. Like, there's. Yeah, see, it's hard to say because now that I've seen the full arc, the fact that Finn survives, I'm okay with that because I like what he does in nine. But I do think the act of sacrifice in Last Jedi would have been fucking epic. I don't know. It's all in the. It's all up in the fucking air. Somebody should have died in Return of the Jedi too. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm just saying just different scenarios, Han. man. Just kill everyone. Different scenarios. Yeah, I just a uh, lot of opportunities to really make it a heavy story, and they never, they never really got it there. I knew Han, Luke, and Leia had to go. I was already expecting that. If they didn't die, I would have been mad. Now let's make it a fucking <clears throat> some heavy stakes and let's introduce some people and get them out of here. I think that's the one thing about the uh, original trilogy complaints that really fucking irks me is people getting mad about Lucan and Leia being gone. Like they're 80. Yeah. They're I'm, dead I'm, now. I'm telling you, if I would have saw Boba Fett flying on screen, I probably would have <laughs> got up and left. Because he's like 110. I don't need to see him anymore. This is no longer their story. Exactly. Let's move on. And I think they did. I think they did the end of Lucan and Leia's story very well. All things considered, they did it well. Han was perfect, first of all. Luke, I know that's the big one where people are really split on, you know, how they handled him and his point of view and everything in eight. But personally, I think that was perfect. And Leia. We didn't really have much of an option, but the fact that they were able to tastefully bring her back for nine, I think that was well done. What if they adjusted it just a little bit and pulled 
the sequel trilogy back like five years. And we actually, in episode seven, saw Luke as a grandmaster. And then like in eight was the downfall and the rise of Kylo. And we we don't even get to the zombie palpy. We don't even get to Snoke. That doesn't exist. The downfall of Luke's Jedi, new Jedi Order mm-hmm. would have been Ben, mm-hmm. his nephew, mm-hmm. and then they would have had to fucking duel it out in episode nine. And I just, and Luke and Leia and Han, I mean, everybody's being ter- pulled in different directions. Like, I, I think we can turn him. No, don't fucking try. And it's like, I, I, I want to see that. And part of me wants that to happen in a comic book or something and I think we're going to get that with the rise of Kylo Ren but I think in film form anything that doesn't begin with the setup with Rey I think would detract from the fact that they're str- they're trying to jumpstart three new characters as the leads of Star Wars I think too much of a focus on Luke or any of those characters in episode 7 would have just put the focus back on the past instead of on the new characters and it could have backfired. I mean, it's all about how you direct it. You, yeah, they've. I mean, Luke didn't wouldn't need necessarily a lot of screen time. It's kind of that Dumbledore effect. Like he's such a prominent character, but he does he's not on screen at fucking all. Right. And it's kind of kind of weird. And when you do see him for more than a, an individual scene, yeah. you're like, holy shit, some serious shit is happening. And that's how I felt like they should have played it. Yeah. Where Luke Luke comes in, pretends to fucking know what he's doing <laughs> teaching a class or something and then he goes the fuck teaching away and everybody's class. like and and then everybody's like I don't I didn't get it like I'm uh, you know I'm having trouble and this Well sucks. I'm thinking and, of like the beginning of Lord of the Rings where Galadriel basically just sets up the entire story like I feel like if they were going to do anything if there's a 30 year gap one of the best things after the crawl would have been for somebody to like basically for them to find a tasteful way to set up what's happened in the past 30 years. And I think any part of that that is a big, heavy focus on Luke just would have taken away from them. I I think they did a very good job establishing new characters and saying these are the leads of Star Wars. Daisy Ridley is a fucking savage actor. That's one of the best acting performances along with Adam Driver. And it's a great new character. And I think they made the right decision focusing on them and starting something new. So I know what you mean, but it sounds more like backstory slash expanded universe stuff. It's not movie stuff. Well, instead, I mean, it it would have been moving forward. It would have been hard-tied, just like how Rogue One is hard-tied into the uh, OT. It would have been 6.5, episode 6.5, and we would have got into what happens after the Death Star 2 is blown up. I think we'll get that, just not in movie form. Right, yeah, and it's gonna it's gonna live in some novel that I'll never read, um, but yeah, you read I it mean, if it's good, yes. No, mm. even if the, even the good ones, I hate those even more. I hate those extra. So, yeah. Then I tried to read. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm I'm just thinking of different ways that they could have done it, you know, and, and what other possibilities there are. Um, it would it would be nice if they could do like a hard reset, which I think that's what they're trying to do with the the uh, High Republic. Let's just go back 400 years and do whatever the fuck we want. Exactly. Yep. And I am very curious to learn more about that, and I hope that it expands more into not just novels and comics. 
Because I think that's where the future of Star Wars lies, is them being able to create and solidify a new era with new characters and everything is brand new. I was playing KOTOR and I took you up on your challenge and I failed miserably. I gave up on the blasters. You were right. I'll own up to it. Yeah. It was a terrible idea. But in playing <laughs> KOTOR, I was going through the first, you know, 30, 45 minutes and I was just like, man, this is all brand new stuff. It's a new era, new styles of ships, new characters, but everything just feels so at home in the Star Wars universe. Mm-hmm. So if they are able to do that with the High Republic and bring us something outside of just novels, I think that's going to be, that's where our next, you know, five, four, six, eight years of Star Wars is going to come from. Yeah. I mean, I picture like the perfect Jedi era. I mean, it's called the High Republic for a reason. Where the Jedi are just living their life and killing it, killing the game, killing enemies, I, and, then, and then I mean maybe we give hints into their downfall. Mm-hmm. But uh, well, and I mean we're gonna have a hard tie. I mean if they don't put Yoda in this shit, you know how bad everybody's gonna freak if there's not a Yoda appearance in the High Republic. <laughs> yes, I also would say. If it's not going to be on screen, that gives them more possibility to not include him and still make people happy. Like if it's just a novel or, you know, nine novels and some comics and they don't include him, I could see that. But if it ends up becoming a series on Disney Plus or something, sorry, my eyes are just really itchy. Then I could see like people. Yeah, people want to see fucking young Yoda on screen. Like you have to deliver. Or is it not confirmed that they're going to do like... I guess there there wasn't anything confirmed as far as like movies or series. It was just like it's starting off as a an effort comics. from the publishing division. So yeah. novels, young adult books, and comics, which is a big piece of canon. Yeah, you I know, think we're um back I'm in my day, is... Star Wars was was movies and video games. We don't have either yes. of those anymore for the next three years. So right. Now, I mean, the series is fun. I mean, I'm not complaining anything about uh, the the Cassian or the Mando. I mean, that was great. But all these comics and and books, like I was there a little bit, but I was there. I was there. We sound like I want, old people that were at in the theater for, in '77. Yeah, I was there, man. I was there before they ruined my Star Wars. <laughs> no, I think what's good about this is that they can set up an entire era storyline and characters so they could be doing they're doing a lot of prep work right now so that way you know in six months they could announce develop and put out something on disney plus in like a year and it doesn't take the full turnaround of like a hollywood production where it's three years and you know a 300 million dollar budget and all that stuff so they do the prep work now and creating that era and like that foundation and then they can put stuff out like way more frequently so yeah, we have three years, well, two and a half years until the next movie, but only Kenobi and Cassian have been announced on Disney Plus. So we have no idea. There could be plenty of stuff coming. Yeah. They're just being secretive. So we'll see. I'm, I'm excited. I'm optimistic. I'm excited. Excited. All right. I'm going to go make a pizza and I'm going to jump on. I think I'm going to jump on Minecraft. Do it. So. 
we have nothing else to look forward to. So this will be the last and final episode of this week. 220. <laughs> 220. I was going to say 227 is a pretty good run. All things considered. We've gone through yeah. the entire sequel trilogy era of Star Wars. Isn't that madness? It's a lot. It's quite a bit. Six years and then some change. It does feel like, I mean, we've gotten five movies and a series. Yeah. And more on the way. A million and more like, well on the way. And like, and like three throwaway cartoon series. Throwaway. Um, Fuck you, bro. And one whole video game. Man. One and a half video games, please. Dude, Battlefront 2 is literally just a Battlefront 1 update. So we've gotten two and a half then. What's the other ones? Battlefront 1, Battlefront 2, and Fallen Order. Fallen Order. And Lego Star Wars 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, how, 16, 17, 18, 19, and 20. How easily I forgot about Fallen Order. Because they didn't That's put weird. any fucking DLC in that shit. That's all <laughs> they should have done. Put me in the director's position at fucking EA. All you have to do is create new missions with new items and new characters and put out a DLC once a month and that game will live on for fucking three years. You know what would have also been really fun is if you had the opportunity to have a companion or two so you could play it with different people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and because I, I still stand, stand strong on there's zero replayability for, for me. I mean, it, it was fun. It was really fun. Surprisingly fun. But I don't. I've, I'm done with it. Right. That's it. It's a one and done, which is a bummer. So, but that's what you get nowadays. All you have left is us. So, you better love it. We are not. Good one day, and Galaxy. Done. Quarantine until 2040. All right. Let's all try I'm to not lose our minds. Hand building my, I'm hand digging my bunker in my backyard. There's going to be a small hatch that I go into. I'm making friends with the worms. You're just talking about Minecraft now, aren't you? Okay, guys. (laughs) Good day, Galaxy. Goodbye.